Welcome into the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 27th, and the Ravens are getting ready to play the Miami Dolphins on Sunday at M&T Bank Stadium. This is a matchup between two of the best teams in the NFL. If the Ravens win this game, then they secure the top spot in the AFC. And that top seed comes with a first-round bye, as well as home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So there's a lot at stake in this game. And today we had a chance to hear from head coach John Harbaugh. Okay, good to see everybody. Really appreciate you being here. Uh, we're dug in deep in our preparations for a very good Miami Dolphins team, uh, a great football team, a challenge in so many ways, all three phases. A uh, very talented team, a very tough team, a very physical team, a very fast team, very well coached team, and they execute at the highest level. So we, uh, we've got the biggest challenge we've had so far this year, and we're excited about it, and we're looking forward to the game. What questions do you have? How much of a motivation factor is it knowing that if you win, you, get, you, you clinch that number one seed? Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an exciting situation to be in. I think you get in this type time of the year, uh, you play yourself into these kind of a games where you have an opportunity where the games mean so much, where winning one game uh, brings such a big reward because of what you've done up until this point. That's, an, that's, a, that's a well-earned, that's an earned thing, and the Dolphins have earned the same thing. So uh, it's that kind of a game. High-powered offense last week in San Francisco, so we're getting the same thing this week. Are they, they are schematically? Does it help you playing them, or just they different animals? Uh, you know, they're they're the same in some ways and different in other ways. The passing game is, is kind of a lot different in the, in the way they're structured and organized, the way the reads work, but uh, the level is very similar, and and a lot of the plays are the same. I mean, really across the NFL they are, but also within the system there's a lot of similarities. I think the level of execution is very similar. The physicality is very similar. The timing is very similar. Well, yeah, I mean, we've got fast guys, and they run as fast as they can, so that's kind of how we do it. <laughs> John Kyle Hamilton was named the uh, defensive player of the week, specifically on the second interception when he got blocked by that. What, what do you watch when you see when you watch that play again? Yeah, well, we just watched it again this morning with the team. I noticed when he was down there, he kind of laid there for a minute. So, you know, I don't know if he was playing possum or what. Maybe that was it. Maybe that's why he got the interception. But, uh, yeah, he came all out on a blitz. They high-load him. It was a good call. Got up and pursued. That's kind of what I make of it. I think the, off, the defense is playing at a really high level in terms of effort. And, and everybody's been running to the ball at really the highest level. And that's kind of how that happened. Any updates on his chances to play on Sunday? Yeah, um, you know, we're less than 48 hours from the game, so uh, we're just kind of working through all those kind of things right now. John, uh, the last time you played the Dolphins, you know, that fourth quarter, but it seems like since that point, I mean, this, this defense seemed like a turning point for that defense. It, does that game, does that have any kind of ramifications for, for this? Does, you know, just because that was the last time you played the Dolphins? Right. Well, I mean, schematically, it sure does. You, you have to study it. I mean, they, they did some great things against us uh, in the passing game, made some huge plays as a massive comeback. Obviously, it was a tough pill to swallow for us, you know, and, and all credit to them for the way they, they, they executed and made those plays. And we learned a lot. We learned a lot about ourselves, our coverages. We weren't anywhere close to where we needed to be execution-wise at the time. And, uh, and they're capable of doing that to anybody at any time. So, you know, we, that's why we've got to prepare at the highest level and, and try to be at our best. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've heard of no setbacks. I think he's on schedule as far as I've heard, maybe maybe a little ahead of schedule. I don't know really if that's accurate to say, but I've seen him in there working and he's in great spirits and you know, we're we're hopeful. You know, our our job is to get to that point. You know, that's what we have to do is get to the point where we're still playing when he comes out and it's going to take every when he comes back and it's going to take everything we've got. John, with uh, Mike McDonald, I mean, obviously the way the defense played, his name is in, in a lot of places this week. Is it is it sort of fun to see the wider world recognize what you recognized in him? You know, back when he was a you know assistant. Yeah, here? absolutely. I mean, I, I I'm excited. For all of our, co- I think we have a great coaching staff. I, I said that many times. I'm, I'm really proud of the guys. I love the way they work, the way they work together. I think they're all very, very good coaches, very smart, very dedicated coaches. Mike, uh, since you brought him up, is is, is doing great. Uh, Todd's doing great. Anthony Weaver does a great job. Chris Horton does a great job. I mean, I can name so many guys that I think are, are worthy of respect. Really, every single coach. Uh, guys like Willie Taggart on the staff that are amazing. Uh, n- numerous young guys that are going to be head coaches in this league. So, uh, yeah, I think it's it's really cool. John, uh, Raheem Mostert, the guy who's obviously been in their attack, uh, he was talking about him. He's kind of like a, a late bloomer in his career. He's really become like a, one of the best backs in the league. No doubt, Cliff. You know, we had him here. We had him here. Unfortunately, he, he got off the hook, you know. We let him get away, you know. We let him off the hook. That was one of the great all-time press conferences. Remember the let him off the hook? Danny Green, Monday Night Football, Cardinals Bears. But we digress. Uh, but you know, I think I think their backs, and you talk about Raheem Mostert, their backs are he's he's the belt, the lead guy. But they use all three guys, and they're all three very similar. They're all very fast. They're very physical. They run downhill. They can get the edge. They're all good in the passing game. That's probably why they're there. That's why coaches got them there, and they, and they all do a great job. And kind of seeing his success, Raheem's success after having been here for that period of time he was here is, is really is really neat to see. John. Given the communication and leadership aspect of the center position, you know, how they kind of have to, you know, have the rapport with the quarterback and, and make some calls at the line, how much do you look into when you're scouting centers? How much do you look into a player's personality, leadership qualities, and what has Tyler been like in that area when it comes to kind of being vocal and just his leadership? Well, yeah, that's it's it's an interesting dilemma with with centers because you know a lot of times guys who play center in the NFL don't always play center in college. Tyler was one of the rare guys that played center in college and knew he was going to be a center in the NFL. Probably because they're such good players in college, they don't put them at center. You know, it's a different position in the NFL because it's 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 more demanded of them athletically. Uh, but the other part of it, you can definitely measure it from a guy when he's a center in college and he had all those traits, obviously. Uh, and and you do look at it, and it really is important. I think we have the best. That was head coach John Harbaugh. We also had a chance to hear from quarterback Lamar Jackson, who is currently leading the way in the NFL's MVP conversation. Lamar, win, you get the number one seed. How much motivation do you think that is for you, this team right now? Uh, a lot of motivation, um, but I believe we, we was already motivated, you know. Um, like I always say, you know, we're chasing right now. Uh, I believe we're locked in. How do you describe the confidence of this team and whether the victory on the road on Christmas against San Francisco, does it elevate that confidence at all? No, nah, I don't believe. Our confidence, I can't tell you where we are right now. I say we're very confident, but I don't believe it elevated or, like, decreased our confidence. You know, we just keeping a level head. You know, um, I believe we know what we're capable of. 
You just got to keep showing it day in, day out. Just keep getting better each and every practice. Uh, earlier in the, in the offseason, Jalen Ramsey said that he thinks you're the hardest player in the NFL to defend. Just curious your take on that. And, and Do you have any relationship with, with Jalen? Yeah, that's my guy. You know, I, I, what we say in Florida, like, cool somebody would say, you F with him. Like, that's my boy, you know, but mess with him. That's my guy, man. He a great, a great corner, um, future Hall of Fame cornerback. Um, um, nah, I accept that. That's, you know, respect. You know, I respect his game as well. I appreciate that comment. Mark, something we've talked about uh, all season has been being locked in, staying yeah. locked in. That's just the focus. Can you describe what that is to you and what that is to this team and, uh, and continuing that kind of uh, expression? Yeah, uh, locked in, just, just trying to get better each and every day. Um, just taking, taking practice as a game. You know, just everything we do, we treat it as a game. Uh, and then we get out, get out on the field, try not to make no mistakes. Even though it's kind of impossible sometimes in the NFL game, but we try to be mistake free, and that's pretty much how we're showing we're locked in. Mistakes you had, you know, early in the year I think it was um, seven fumbles in the first five weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a the last the last six uh, one to your to your point about locked in, ball security. Yeah. I can't call it just protecting the ball. Um, I think I said it like a couple weeks ago. Like our number one job on the offense is to protect the ball. You know we can't move on with drives without the football. You know we can't score touchdowns without the ball in our possession. So the biggest thing for me was just protecting the ball, and I believe I've been doing a pretty good job at it. You made a lot of plays over your whole life with your legs, but your ability to extend plays and, and, and throw this year, do you, do you feel more comfortable in the pocket kind of escaping pressure and throwing this year as opposed to previously, or how do you feel under pressure this year? I'm, I'm comfortable, but uh, I, I, I critique myself more than anybody else would, so I pretty much go back and watch old games of games we lost, not the games we won, and see like mistakes I, I might have had, uh, things I may not have seen during the game and pretty much just get a feel for the game when I'm in it now. And that's just how I go, go about things. Two was said today that I guess when he was at Alabama, you reached out to him to talk about, I don't know if it was a phone call, DM, whatever. Yeah, I DM, yeah, I DM what, too. What do you like, what do you, why did you respect him so much and what, what kind of prompted you to do that? Um, Two was a phenomenal player, I believe. You know, um, I seen him, I, I think it was, I don't know who they were playing, Georgia in a, in a uh, national championship game when, I think they took one quarterback out, put him in. He threw the game-winning touchdown. After that, I was like, bro, he's, like, he's amazing, you know. Um, I just fell in love with his game then and like, his pause in the games and stuff like that in situations. Um, and I, I believe he was going to win Heisman one year. And I, I DM'd him. I'm like, bro, you need to win Heisman. Like, I voted for you, you know, stuff like that. But um, his game is great, you know, phenomenal quarterback. Uh, he just got to keep, keep doing what he's doing, just not this week. What if, what if anything stands out in your mind from your game against them last year where you built the big lead and then it gets away in the fourth quarter? That's it. We had the big lead and it just went away. Um, that's pretty much what I took away from the game. 
was an L, you know, so um, hopefully this year it'd be a, a lot different. After the game, you were walking down the tunnel and mentioned uh, a critic who I remain nameless that you address uh, addressed him. Uh, how much of the outside noise do you guys actually look at or listen to uh, in the locker room? I really, I really don't pay attention to it. It was just, it was the how how, how he presented it. You know, that's what made me like, dang, like you really feel this way, like. You know, we're an NFL team as well. You know, we're not a high school team going against an NFL team. Like, beat the dog out of them. I'm like, damn. Like, so I just felt somewhere about that. You know, I'm not, not to um, take anything away from him. You know, he's just doing his job. That's his opinion. <laughs> I just ain't like how he said it. That's all. You're used to operating off script and done it throughout your career. What, what's been the difference this year when you think back to the early part of the season versus now in terms of the comfort level of communication and so forth that you guys uh, just our, our chemistry just building, uh, just being in the system a lot more, um, making me a lot comfortable, um, seeing different defenses, uh, making our job a lot easier. That's it. Do you see any similarities between the defense you face every day, every day in practice here, Mike, with uh, the Kanzio and the Dolphins defense? Uh, defensive line is phenomenal. I'll say for the um, Dolphins, secondary is phenomenal as well. Um, linebackers, yeah, I see similarities, you know. Um, and then, even though I'm not playing against the offense, but their offense is explosive, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely see similarities. Lamar, you've established where you stand on the MVP, your honor, but you, 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 you have your eyes on bigger things. But do you find the weekly obsession with it, and this guy's in the lead, and this guy's the favorite, and this guy fell out of the running? You find it to be a little ridiculous. I mean, people, um, you know, they gotta do their job. You know, they gotta have something to talk about on the, on the talk show. So I really don't know what to call it. Um, I'm just focusing on trying to win. So I really don't pay much, um, pay much attention to it. Elmar, your defense, you know, they're 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 brash, they're confident. You know, they carry themselves with with the swagger. How does that? kind of translate to the rest of the team when they operate with that level of bravado? Uh, yeah, because um, they talk trash all day to us, you know, even when we're going against each other in practice. So we pretty much feel how those guys feel on offense for the opposing team sometimes, you know, so we get a whiff of that and we like, yeah, we got to talk trash back. You know, we got to start beating them at the punch, you know, beating them at their own game. So our defense is phenomenal, you know. Uh, but I like, I like the confidence in our, our defense. You know, it, it definitely gives us the confidence, you know, to go out there and make plays and stuff like that happen. Especially if we have a big play against them, it's like, oh, yeah, we can do this week in, week out. Uh, but keeping a level ahead is the most important thing for us right now, you know, because uh, now it's the narrative is changing. You know, it was just, you know, this team is the Ravens. We don't know about the Ravens. Now it's, oh, they're the number one team. So we're not, we're not playing no mind in that, into that. You know, I feel like that's bait. You know, that's clickbait, and like I said, we're trying to make it to February, so we're going to take, take it a game at a time. Laura, after the game, you said you feel like this team performs its best when it's under pressure, when the stakes are high. What is it about this team? Why do you feel like it does that? Because I, I believe we're around a, guy, a bunch of guys who, who's been doubted, um, a, a bunch of guys who got things to prove on our team, um, on both sides of the ball. Um, so, so I believe any time we're, we're the underdogs, we're going to always rise, rise to the occasion. But we got to stay locked in to do that. To myself? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And what about when you're not the underdogs? You know, this week, you know, you have the best record in the NFL. We the underdogs. <laughs> we the underdogs. Why, why do you feel that way? Because we the underdogs. That was quarterback Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens will hit the field on Sunday at 1 o'clock against the Dolphins. If you want to be there in the house, you can check out SeatGeek, and I'll tell you, this is a hot ticket like you would expect. Now, if you want more of a breakdown on this game, head over to the Lounge Podcast feed. We break it all down for you over there. Make sure you leave a rating and a review and hit that subscribe button as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you again later this week.